Welcome to the Family Life Christian Fellowship Podcast. Become a light today. Featuring Pastors Larry and Yvonne Clark. This message will teach, empower, encourage, and even challenge you in your walk with the Lord. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit familylifeonline.org. And now, here's this week's speaker. We might be wondering, well, Lord, why I prayed and and I declared, and there's some people that fasted, and you know, I'm, I'm reading your word, and but I still have not seen the manifestation of my healing. What, what, what is it? What, what, you know, what, what's going on? You know, but your word says, By your stripes, we were healed. And I've been declaring, I've been confessing, I've been saying that, I've been praising, and I still don't see manifestation. Hallelujah! But first, thing the Lord said, Keep on. We had a testimony of that today. But the Lord is trying to bring us, or he's not trying, but he's bringing us, and we just have to be open to it. He's bringing us to a higher level of living. There's one thing to believe God for healing, but there's a second thing to believe and receive an image of health. And God has called his church to walk in the glory. And in that glory, there's, there's, there, well, he says in Ephesians chapter 4, unto, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be not children tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, and every sleight of men have cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to see, but speaking the truth and love may grow up to him in all things. So God is calling us to grow. Amen. Amen. Somebody say grow. grow. It says, I am growing in the Lord. And one of the things the devil has tried to do is try to make us think that it is not God's will for us to be healed, first of all. That healing was done away with with the last apostles. And so it's really not healing today. So the devil has been trying to, he's been infiltrating the church with his nonsense but it even goes further than that. Not only does God want you to be healed, but he wants you to walk in the image because we were made in his image and his likeness, amen. How many people know God's not sick? <laughs> God's not poor. God's not broke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said, I made man in my image and my likeness. Somebody say, I'm in the image of God. I'm in the image of God. So God is trying to bring us just past, Lord, I, I want you to heal me to the place where Lord, I thank you that I receive a revelation of who I am in Christ. And, that is, and in that revelation is a revelation of health. Amen. Glory to God. So on the inside, you see health. Glory. That's part of our perfection. Amen. Well, somebody said, well, we ain't going to ever die. Well, no, the Bible said, if you believe in me, you never die. Well, then how come there's Christians die? Well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a place. No, you don't really die when you leave this earth. Everybody's born again. You just let your body down. <laughs> Amen. And he went on. Amen. Glory. You didn't die. Amen. Even people going to hell, they didn't die. But they're dead. And the fact, they're separated from Christ. They're separated from life. Amen. But he that believes in me shall never die. Amen. And so... Even though the body is getting older and older, as we come to the awareness of who we are in Christ, we can cause that body to be whole 
right? And, and, a, and a picture of health as long as we live on this earth. Well, how come we ain't seen this happen? Because nobody's preaching it. I'm not saying nobody. We were not hearing it. Faith comes by hearing, glory to God. How can you hear without a preacher? Somebody got to preach this. Somebody got to preach it. It is God's will for us to, we are made in his image and likeness, and in that image and likeness, glory to God, that means that if Jesus walked this earth and he wasn't sick, bless God, we can walk this earth not being sick. Hallelujah. Glory. I didn't say pain is never going to come to your body. I didn't say, you know, we're not going to have symptoms of things. Things are going to come on. But we can walk into the place of health. Amen. Glory to God. And have the image of who we are in Christ Jesus. Now, we got to begin to hold on and work on that. Amen. Somebody said work on it. The Bible said work out your own salvation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. You have salvation. Now, we got to work it out. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Somebody said Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Well, if you have your papers from last week, we told you we didn't finish. So we're going to move on in that because it's always Resurrection Sunday. Yes. Hallelujah. And I thought I was supposed to be, uh, I was going to finish with that and, and move to something else. But no, we're, we're not finished. We've been talking about the resurrection of the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. And we read and we had a uh, scripture that we st- we're standing on. As we minister this, and it's in Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and 2. So if you have your sheets out, we can read that together. If not, we have to turn to Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and 2. Amen? Let's all read that together. Ready? Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness of people but the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Amen. But this is what the Lord has called us to glory. He said, the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Now, last week we said, I, I believe that when Jesus was in the pits of hell, uh, he heard these words spoken. All right. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. The Bible said if, if God has raised Christ by the glory of the Father. Amen. We're going to read that in a minute. So God raised him, Jesus, up in the pits of hell by the glory of the Father. By the glory. That's what raised Jesus up. It was the glory of God. So now God is saying that now he's, this word is alive and speaking to us. He says, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Amen. Say with me. Say the glory of the Lord Lord is risen upon me. me. Hallelujah. Now in the world there's darkness and it even says it. So don't don't get alarmed when things in the world look bleak. You look at the news and things don't, wow, wow, things is really rough. But he said that. Look at it. He said, look. The darkness shall cover the earth and grows darkness to people. Wow. You look at people killing people and doing hideous things. Why? Darkness coming upon people. But he said, but the Lord shall rise upon you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And his glory shall be seen upon thee. And this is why the glory is on us and God has called us to preach this gospel 
to people who are in darkness. Amen. We confess this, that, that the light will penetrate darkness. Isn't that part of our confession? Amen. People will come to the light. And God's torch penetrates their darkness. So we are a light in South Jersey. What are we doing? We're penetrating darkness and people. And they're coming to the light. Somebody said they're coming to the light. Hallelujah. Now we have to believe that. Glory. So God's, the resurrection is actually life. Because Jesus said, I am the resurrection and I am the life. He that believes in me, though he's dead, yet shall he live again. So when we talk about resurrection, we're talking about the life of God manifested in a human body. Hallelujah. God's life. Jesus was dead. Let's, let's take a look at a couple of scriptures. Turn to Revelation chapter 1. Because we have to, we found out last week, if Christ was not raised, then our faith is in vain. I mean, we can, it's just, it's in vain. Because Christ is not raised. So everything is, our whole faith is based on God has raised Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. What's the scripture say? Romans chapter 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has what? Raised him from the dead, you shall be what? Saved. Isn't that how we got saved? Yeah. That's how we get people saved. They believe in their heart that God's raised Jesus from the dead. You will be saved. So that's the basis of our faith. Hallelujah. All right. Now, we find Revelations chapter 18. Um, excuse me, verse 18. Chapter 1, verse 18. All right. I have to get it. And we're going to read that together. I just want to act up. Chapter 1. And let's take a look at this. But before you do that, you're in chapter 1. Go to verse 8 first. These are the words of Jesus. If you have a Bible when it's read, mine has read, Jesus speaking. And we have John. He's on the Isle of Patmos because he was a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. And they couldn't kill him. <laughs> they killed Peter and you know, uh, and all the other disciples. But they couldn't kill John. Wow. Woo, isn't that so? There's a lot of, I don't say theories, but uh, stories of how, what they tried to do to him. But they couldn't kill him. So what did they do? They put him on an island. We're talking about resurrection life. <laughs> John got a hold of his resurrection life. Yeah. Amen. And they, they couldn't kill him. But did he die? Yeah, he died. I mean, he, was, he went home to be with the Lord. But they couldn't kill him. <laughs> Isn't that something? Well, I, you can get the place, but they can't kill you. Glory. So he's walking in something. Now, there's martyrs for Jesus Christ every day. People, you know, we found out in other countries, people are being killed and for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I was praying the other day, and I heard this. Witness protection. <laughs> Glory to God. 
We have witness protection. But sometimes what we have to believe, see, you only go beyond what you believe. All right? There's people that believe that, you know, when they're going to die for the Lord's sake, and that's a good. I mean, that's good. To die, can you imagine just dying for Christ? Just give your life for Christ. Yeah? There's people out there, they got them, the terrorists out there, they trap bombs in or something, they get blown up and because they believe that in the afterlife, you know, this stuff, it's a lie. That's what, I'm not going to say what it is, it's a lie. And people do stupid stuff in the name of their God. But it's something when you give your life up for Jesus. Amen. Praise God. And there's countless of witnesses that they're given. But they didn't die. Stephen didn't die. They stoned him. And he said, Lord, receive me. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're talking about resurrection life. Amen. Resurrection life. People just go on to be with the Lord. There's people in the area of sickness. You don't know, how come, how can they believe in God? They got to a place where they saw glory, and they just went on to be with the Lord. They didn't die. They didn't do, defeat it. And then people, Christians on earth, how come they, they, they was believing God, and how come ain't nothing happened to them? Hey, but bless God, you don't see their results. They got to a place where they saw glory. They went home. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hey, amen. And it still takes faith. It takes faith to, to, to separate from your body. <laughs> You've been in your body so long, in that point of going, going to be with the Lord. It takes faith to close your eyes and, and let, receive, go with the Lord. That's faith. It takes faith to do that. Knowing that when you close your eyes, you're not going to, you, you know where you're going. It takes faith. Yeah, so don't, I mean, we let, you know, some Christians love, again, been out of shape. How come it didn't work? Well, be concerned about you. Keep working it till you, till you get it. Amen, <laughs> hallelujah. Huh? Keep working this thing. This thing don't just take, this, this faith don't just happen overnight. You develop in faith. Glory. Praise God. Whoever your faith level is, go with it. <laughs> Amen. And there's some people, their faith level, it's not a bad thing. They're just going to go home and be with the Lord. Amen. <laughs> How the pastor, Pastor George. Oh, why he died. He was a man of faith. I can't understand why he died. The man chose to go home. He said, I'm going home. <laughs> 30-something years old, I'm going home. Because he saw glory. He saw glory years before. And the Lord told him, don't preach it. <laughs> Pete wasn't ready. So bless God. He just went on to be with the Lord. Now, is that a bad thing? I'm going to ask you a question. Is that a bad thing? No. Why not? Because Does the scripture say that? <laughs> so why we get upset when somebody go home? It's, it's, it's what? Far better. Do we believe the Bible? I said, do we believe the Bible? Yes, what did Paul say? It's far better. Amen. So why are we moaning and groaning when someone, a loved one, go home? Now, sure, it was sad we're going to miss them, but get over it. <laughs> it's far better. Amen. Glory. Somebody says, far better. Far better. Yeah. Far better. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, we're going to miss the person. Yes, because we've been with them. Amen. Hallelujah. But it's still far better. That's when we have to... That's when faith comes. That's when you're walking in faith, when you can get over it and say, wow, Lord, it was far better. Hallelujah. 
Amen. They're enjoying. <laughs> Glory to God. See? Yeah. And so, to John, he's on this Isle of Patmos, and the Lord comes to him. And look what the Lord says in verse 8. I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is, which was, which is to come, the Almighty. Who's, who's speaking this? Jesus. Okay. Jesus is speaking this. Now go down to verse 11. Now notice what he said. Let's say it again. He is what? What did he say? I am Alpha. Go ahead. And uh, what else he say? Which is and which was and which is to come the Almighty. Okay? That's what he said. So I want, I want you, I'm reading this because we need to read the scriptures that says that he is alive. So he is his own witness. <laughs> and he's speaking to John and letting John know, John, I am alive. Now, John did see him. Came right through the wall. <laughs> Glory to God. He saw him when it went up. But now he's seeing him. From a position of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He saw him going up. Yeah. But now he just appears to him on the island. What do you think he came in there for? Encouragement. He's banded on this island. Oh, glory to Jesus. You know what the devil was trying to do? <laughs> I can't kill you. Listen to this. I'm going to separate you from other believers. Ooh. You see that? Because the devil knows that when believers come together, they strengthen one another. I can't get you this way, so I'm going to try to make you weak by separating you from fellowship. Oh, we need to get this today, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> And fellowship is where your strength is, glory to God. Yeah, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. See, when I come to a place like this and I come together where believers are, what should be taking place? I'm being strengthened in the Lord, hallelujah. Glory. Why? Because you hear some good stuff. Hearing where people are fellowshipping. My grandson gave that prayer. Man, that was powerful. Somebody wonder where are you getting this today? <laughs> this word's just coming out. Woo! And I heard him. He he told me the, a few weeks ago. He said he told us. He said, "Well, I, you know, I don't know about singing." He said, "But I want to pray." Amen. And going in my mind, I said, "Okay." Amen. I said, "Well, pray." <laughs> and I heard the prayer. I said, "Whoa!" <laughs> You think your children ain't listening. They getting it. I tell you that prayer blessed me. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I pray you get healed off of glory to God. Be received it. Amen. Woo. Glory to God. So I asked him to pray today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm -mm. Well, so what the devil tries to do, I can't stop them. See, he don't, first of all, he didn't want you to get saved. He don't want you to get saved. But you got saved. You got born again. 
So now what is he trying to do? He's trying to stop us from growing. Because yeah. you don't grow and bear fruit. You're becoming an ineffective Christian. No power flowing. Right. So we always got to be aware of the resurrection. And coming, see, it's, it's not Easter. Every Sunday, every time we come together, we're reminding ourselves about the resurrection. Amen. We should be talking about this more. Yes. Jesus has been raised from the dead. Yes. Hallelujah. And, 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 and let, let me, let's go a step further. Him being raised from the dead should, when you hear that, we should rejoice. Glory to God. Let's, let's practice. God has raised Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. Glory. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. See, that, that should be going on in each one of us that we should come to awareness that when I see my sister here, she is representing the resurrected life of Jesus Christ. And so when we come together, when I see her, I should, re I should be rejoicing. Why do I say good morning? Amen. Because the light is, is in her. See, when, when the life of God, when we come together in the life of God, with two or three are gathered in my name, he said, I'm in the midst. So this is a time of rejoicing when we come together. Hallelujah. And what's he trying to do? Steal, kill, and destroy. So number one thing, if I can discourage you from coming to church, if I can distract you and put something else important. I talked to a brother yesterday. And I said, I wasn't going to say anything. I hadn't seen him in a while. But I went out and greeted him, loved, loved on him. He said it. I know I should be in church. <laughs> I said, well, now that you mention it. <laughs> I just asked him a question. Why, why, why he stopped? I don't know. He probably really don't know. But i tell you one thing. And he says, yeah, the things that's going on. And, and he's been distracted. He's being distracted by other things. Glory to God. Weak. See, here's where boldness comes. We got to get bold, y'all. But our, you know, brothers and sisters, well, how you doing? I'm doing fine. And you should tell them, no, you're not. Yes, yeah, well, yes, I am. I mean, the brother just went and got a, uh, they got a house, nice house, a room, a lot of rooms, from apartment to house. He's working, making good money. His wife. Working, moved up to manager. I said, well, they ain't coming to church. That don't stop. <laughs> hey, look, you're not coming to church. Don't stop God blessing you. What? You can still be blessed. God's still trying to show you he loves you. He wants you to realize, now, why did I get that promotion? And why was I able to get that place? Because other people get promotions and not even saved, born again. They got big jobs, right? But see, they're not, they're not happy. So you should be bold. You can tell somebody they're not in fellowship. But you ain't, got, you ain't experienced peace. You're not experiencing joy in your life. And to be bold about it. And you're not growing. Because you're not fellowshipping. 
And when you be bold about it, you can tell that to your brothers and sisters. Come on, man. Come on, you need to get strong. Glory. But you got to know that first. You got to know you being here today, you get strength if you receive the word. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I don't feel any strong. Yes, you are. You get stronger. And brother, uh, Sister Siddiqui, uh, uh, she was diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis. Two years. Now, he got, he got healed instantly. He was a Muslim. The Lord Jesus came into his, into his room. Uh, Pastor Yvonne gave this testimony. Came into his room in the hospital room. He had shingles all over his face. The Lord came and instantly healed him. He gave himself to the Lord. <laughs> hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> his wife, they later got married. His wife was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis later on. And she's believing God, praying, standing on the word. But you know what? It took two years. I don't know why it took two years. But she didn't give up. And guess, guess what? They carried her to church every Sunday. I said they carried her to church every Sunday. I said they carried her to church every Sunday. They carried her to church every Sunday. And what was taking place? Strength. I don't know why it was just a little bit at a time. That ain't none of my business. None of your business. All you know, it's happening. <laughs> Amen. It's happening. And I think she does tell a reason why it, it might have, but we're not even getting to that. All we know, every time you come together to fellowship, every time you come in a fellowship, every time you get together with two or three, the strength of God is being, if you will receive it. See, we only go as far as you believe. And if you don't believe that, you'll come to church and you go out the same way. But I'm, I'm teaching you. That's my job, right, as a pastor. It's to teach you what happens because sometimes you can't feel it, you can't see it, you can't taste it, you got to touch it, but you got to take it by faith because, hey, this is what happens when two or three gather together in his name. Strength comes. And strength is not always measured in a physical reality. It's measured by faith. You got to know. When I come together with my brother and sister, something's happening. And this is why the devil can get on married people that are born again. Because we haven't gotten the fact that, hey, when my wife and I, when we meet in the morning, glory to God, whenever we come together, if it's just around the breakfast table, there's an there's a, there's a element of strength that rises up. Now, if you don't know that, the devil will steal that from you. And the greatest relationship that there is on earth is a husband and a wife. I don't know why I'm talking about this today. That's the greatest relationship on earth is a husband and a wife. Because you got two born-again people that see each other more than you come to church. But in that coming together, there should be what going on? Strength. Somebody say strength. But that's not, see, if you don't believe that, yeah, we'll, you, we'll get to a place in, the, in marriage relationship where you start seeing each other as being a, 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 the devil. Why? Because we're deceived. Because we didn't know. See, when you get the truth, the truth will make you free. I'm giving you truth today. I'm giving you truth. 
Glory to God. When a husband, when you're in that house, if you're born again, your family, glory to God. And the enemy try to make it, it, it's, it's weakness. No, 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 no. There's a whole bunch of strength up in that house, glory to God. I mean, you got to what? Let it shine, glory to God, hallelujah. Ha, 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 you got to let it shine, glory to God. Arise, shine, what? Because your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, hallelujah. Where is it? In your house. A, a family that's born again, your children, you got your children saved, glory to God. What's in that house? Glory. Hallelujah. Why? Why I don't see it? Huh? People come to church and they don't see it. They, why? Because the devil is distracting you. He put your eyes on the people's mistakes. Listen, you never get strong by looking at your mistakes. You look at righteousness. You cannot, gr- you cannot grow if you're looking at what you're doing wrong. And you won't grow... If you listen to what people are telling you, what you're doing wrong, without giving you the solution. So if you're going around always telling somebody's faults, looking at somebody's faults, you cannot grow. You grow by what you look at. So if you look at people's weaknesses and their faults and your imperfection, you grow in what? Weakness. You get weaker and weaker. But when you begin to look at the Good things. See? Well, I don't see any good thing in my wife. I'm not talking about my wife, but, you know, spouse. But that's when, remember, last week, that's when you got to find them in the Word. <laughs> Listen now. Now, I'm, I'm talking to people about, and, and they're, because you told me. And most of us, it's not just you, it's, it's most of us in here, we've had experiences on our jobs with our bosses. Have you, Brother Earl? So what do you do when you're having relation problems and you see that every day? You need to go to the word, to the resurrection power. <laughs> and when you get into that word, Jesus will appear. Look, this is what happened. Let's go back. You thought I forgot about that. I didn't forget about that. Hallelujah. The Lord just took me on the side. <laughs> Some of you need to got what I just said. Hallelujah. In this church, there's power. In this church right now, glory that there's strength. Hallelujah. Glory. Now, look what he says here. Look what he says here. We're still in Revelation chapter 1. I am Alpha and Omega, verse 8, the beginning and to go to verse 11. Look what he says again. I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. So what did he say? I'm Alpha and Omega. Anybody know what those words are? We don't hear them often. What did, what's that mean? Beginning and end. It's in Greek, right? All right? I'm an Alpha and Omega, the first and last, beginning and the end. All right? Now go to verse, go to verse 18. Amen. And verse 17. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. He said it three different times, didn't he, to John. What's he trying to do? Encourage him. Because, let's go back there. The devil has separated him from strength. Amen. From the people. 
Some of those he fellowship with. Thought I'll get you this way. Ah. See, listen. When you desire fellowship, which he did, look who shows up. Da 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 da. <laughs> I said, the devil is dumb. <laughs> Jesus shows up <laughs> to fellowship with him. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. What did he come? He came to give him strength. Why is he here today? He come to give us strength. What did he say? I'm Alpha and Omega. I'm the beginning. I'm the end. Look what he said. I'm he that liveth and was dead. See, he's stirring up his faith. He said, I was dead. I'm reminding you, John, but look, I'm alive forevermore. (laughs) That's resurrection power. Glory to God. Now, what was he saying? Because I'm alive, you are alive. Because you are in Christ, he's in you. You are alive, John. God. Because I'm alive. <laughs> Look at somebody say, you are alive. Because God's alive. Thank you for listening to the Become a Light Today podcast. Family Life Christian Fellowship services are every Sunday at 11 a.m. and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Call area code 856-430-6365 or visit us online today at familylifeonline.org for more information.